What's up, everyone? It's your boy, Jason. It's your buddy, Pastor Jason, a.k.a. No, I'm not going to do that, but welcome back to another episode of Well, That Was Easy. Um, I look forward to putting out more shows for you. And uh, the reason is that the objective for the show is that you learn something or we can affirm some things that you already know. Or maybe we can just bring something back to remembrance and that you can remember how easy it was that you learned something. And um, I wanted to make the show because as I look out, and I'm sure you agree with me, as I look out into the horizon of the United States civilization, we see that we suffer for a lack of knowledge. And um, I get that also from the book of Hosea chapter 4 verse 6 where we have uh, God telling the prophet Hosea tell my people they are destroyed for lack of knowledge because you have rejected knowledge and in that context it was about God and his people and um, his people rejecting him and his word and they were destroyed for it but if we take it down a level uh, and like I said, we view our own society, our own institutions here in America, we see that we suffer for lack of knowledge. And part of it is we've rejected knowledge. And uh, it hurts. Our society hurts. Uh, And sometimes we think we get away with it as individuals, but, you know, collectively, we all hurt. And uh, you can just look around, and I'm pretty sure you can come up with many instances what that looks like. So uh, this is part of the reason I want to make the show. Uh, if you remember my, my introduction show, I talked about how easy it was to buy a gun. Maybe you didn't know that. Maybe you did. And you, if you were a smart aleck about it, you were like, yeah, it's easy. Or if you didn't know, you could be like, well, that was easy. So uh, hopefully along the way, we'll discuss some topics where you could be like, man, that was easy that you appreciate the show and um, I'm all about uh, trying to learn new things and not just to teach you but uh, I love learning especially as I get older Uh, it's better it's funner than being forced as a kid forcing you to sit down for six hours and learn Uh, I did it I made it through I guess I turned out okay I like to assume I turned out okay but uh, my wife might have a different story but anyway uh, Again, just I encourage you to learn, you know, uh, be filled with knowledge. And uh, I seen a a, a quote from Elon Musk. Uh, He was saying, uh, not knocking anyone who goes to college, but he was just saying, you don't have to go to college. He's like, you can learn everything for free. Uh, You can get it off the Internet, you know, Uh, whatever you need to learn. And I understand that. I understand that completely. And uh, tonight, I just want to talk about something that's near and dear to me. Is uh, I want to talk about the carnivore diet. I want to talk a little bit about fasting. And I want to talk about uh, type 2 diabetes. And how that all, all that in my life. And how I learned off the internet. Shout out to at uh, Carnivore Aurelius. He's the guy I found on Twitter. And he's the one who was talking about the carnivore diet so uh, here's what happened uh, in my in my 20s I got diagnosed with type 2 diabetes and uh, I was put on metformin I wasn't taking care of myself and it was 
terrible just to go to the doctor's office because I hated a bad doctor's report. I had to check in my blood sugar. I got, uh, I, I just felt bad, you know, and I didn't want to check it no more. I didn't want to deal with it no more. And uh, like a man, I just hoped that it went away. Maybe if I just didn't think about it, it would go away. But that's, that's not the truth, especially with type 2 diabetes. And it really is a silent killer, man. And um, what had happened to me was, I'm 40 now. Uh, I October 1st, 2019. I that week before that date, I would I had a water-filled cyst on my eye, and I and I needed contacts. I needed to re-up on my contacts, and I told myself I got to go see an optometrist. So uh, that's what I did. I went to see an optometrist, and he looked into my eyes and. He says, has anyone ever told you that you have cataracts? And I was like, what? And he's like, yeah, you got cataracts. He said, you taking steroids? And I said, no, no, I don't. He goes, you got diabetes? And with shame, I said, yeah, yeah, I do. He goes, well, that's why you got cataracts. He goes, you ain't been taking care of yourself? I said, no, not at all. He's like, well, you got to take care of that. He goes, you got to do something about these cataracts. He said, you know, there's a surgery for it. He goes, it's kind of pricey. And uh, he gave me the papers to the Omaha Laser Eye Institute. And he told me, you got to get this fixed because my vision's bad anyway. Uh, those of you who know me from back in the day, you knew my glasses. They were Cokes. They were Coke bottles. They were thick. And I, I hated wearing them. But, boy, when you blind, you got to wear your glasses, man. And, and it's wonderful to see. Uh but I guess that's how it is when you're young, you know, you're just trying to impress a bunch of people that uh, don't like you anyway. <laughs> but anyway, uh, he tells me your vision is bad already. And if you don't do nothing about the cataracts, you won't be able to drive. And I'm not going to approve you to drive. And I thought, oh man, I, I need to drive, you know. Uh, I have to. So, uh that day I, I got done with my, my my eye checkup and I went and saw my wife and uh, told her the news and she's always encouraging uh, I love her and I remember reading about the carnivore diet probably a month before this happened and I remember reading testimonies and how this guy carnivore Aurelius would uh, uh, post about it about the wonders of the carnivore diet. And the carnivore diet, if you don't know what it is, it's a, it's an all-meat diet. It's it's all meat. And uh, I said, you know what? I've read testimonies of people with type 2 diabetes, high blood pressure, cholesterol, rheumatoid arthritis, saying how it's uh, uh, reversing it. And I said, I got to try this, man. I need my vision. I need my sight. I need my health. I need my help. So uh, when I told my wife what, what was up, what's going on with me, I, I ordered breakfast because it was morning time, and I just ordered eggs, bacon, and sausage. I mixed it up. You probably call it a protein bowl. I just call it breakfast, and uh, I ate that that day. Uh, later that day, I had uh, steak and eggs, and, and that's all I ate. So uh, that night, I, I checked my blood sugar, made about a couple hours after I had dinner, my blood sugar was great was great and I've I've never seen it like that especially after eating 
because I was eating uh, carbs, bread, tortilla, rice, beans, chips, all that, all that good stuff, right? And that was what was killing me as a type 2 diabetic. And part of that was not just all my fault, you know, a lot of it was, but just what they're told, what they tell you, and what I mean they is the nurses and doctors, the nutritionists for type 2 diabetes. I mean, I've been to the IHS in Montana, I've been to the IHS here in Nebraska, and they tell you the same thing. You need a good portion of this, a good portion of this, you know, the food pyramid, the food guide, you need this in your diet, this in your diet. And a lot of those things is what was jacking up my blood sugar. And even though I was taking the metformin pills, it still was uh, jacking it up, spiking it. And after years of that, you get discouraged. I know I did, you know, and I just didn't want to see the doctor no more. I didn't, I didn't want to take the medicine because I've seen my own people go from metformin insulin shooting insulin and then the death and I also see them along the way just just eating poorly because there's a belief that as long as I'm taking this metformin I can have Burger King and whether you're healthy or not you should not be eating Burger King again it goes back to uh, the knowledge your knowledge of what you know and you're going to perish for it. You're going to be destroyed for it. In this case, I was being destroyed. You know, and I take my papers from what they give me and just try to stick to it. And I, I tried doing the uh, vegetarian diet. That didn't work. I, I hated it. And I found out that uh, a lot of veggies and fruit, especially fruit, but veggies as well, I was surprised that veggies would spike your blood sugar. In spite of you taking your insulin or your metformin or whatever you take but all that just gets very discouraging and I suffered for it you know again I, I only found out uh, about my cataracts because of the water filled cyst and the guy uh, the optometrist told me he could not see the back of my eyes uh, we all have a lens in our eye and mine was so cloudy, he just couldn't see it. So he was like, you need to do this. So that was October 1st. And uh, so I had to set an appointment with the Omaha Eye Laser Institute. I'm very thankful for them for getting me right. Um, so in the meantime, like I said, a month before I found out about my cataracts, uh, I've been reading about the carnivore diet. And that day, I switched to carnivore right away, October 1st. My first two meals, October 1st, I ate carnivore. I woke up in the morning, checked my blood sugar, and uh, it was probably like around 120 waking up. Uh, I went and had another, some more breakfast, same breakfast, eating the same breakfast all the time. Uh, bacon, eggs, sausage, mixing up in the bowl. And a couple hours later, I checked my blood sugar, and I'd be back down to like 95, 90, and it was great so that whole week i continued with the carnivore diet my diet today consists of uh, breakfast and dinner breakfast is always the same dinner time i either have a steak either ribeye or new york steak strip and bacon or i'll have uh, salmon filet and bacon or i'll have hamburger patties 
and bacon. You know, I really believe bacon is a superfood. Uh, I've done it a, a couple of times that uh, I check my blood sugar. I'll eat some bacon a couple hours later. My blood sugar is low. I believe bacon will bring your blood sugar down. But that's just my theory. It's an interesting theory. You should find out if it's true. Maybe we can get some peer study and peer reviews and see if it's true. But uh, bacon's a superfood, man. It's good. And uh, so anyway, so there I go. Consistent with the carnivore diet through the month of October, November, December. Uh, In December, I got my uh, eye checkup with the Omaha Eye Laser Institute. It's embarrassing. Uh, Being in there for cataracts. Mostly everyone's in there for cataracts. And uh, everyone's old. Everyone's in their 70s, 60s. And there, me and my wife, uh, 40-year-olds, you know, at that time, 39. But uh, we're young. We're young. Even the even the workers say stuff, you know, like, you're pretty young to be in here. And, again, there goes that shame part, you know. And um, if you don't do nothing about it, you'll, you'll let it destroy you. You really will. And uh, shame's a bad thing. And, it, and it, shame comes along with not doing nothing. Comes along with not doing nothing for your health. And um, just watching yourself perish slowly, slowly. And diabetes was getting me, man. I, I hated it. You know, uh, if I ain't seen nobody in a while, they would say, oh, wow, you look skinny. And, um, oh, wow, you look different. Or some people just didn't know, like, oh, you look good. You know, you lost weight. And like, no, nah, man, I I didn't ever had the heart to tell them that. I was sick. And it's embarrassing. So, uh I just wouldn't say nothing, you know. Uh, just those who are really close to me and those I love, I'd say something. But even then, you know, it's hard to tell them. But anyway, uh, there I am, consistent with the carnivore diet. Uh, along the way, I'm learning uh, more from doctors like Sean Baker, uh, Paul Saladino, uh, Ted Naiman. You, you can find all these guys on Twitter and Facebook. And these guys have written books about the carnivore diet, and um, it's been good. You know, they get a pretty good following and just really encouraging. So uh, along the way, I start doing exercises, the burpee exercises. If you know what burpees are, just jumping into a squat position, jumping straight up in the air, jumping on the ground, doing some kind of exercise with a push-up. And I started doing that just about uh, Monday through Friday in the night. So there I am, carnivore diet, uh, burpee exercise, and my blood sugar from October to December is just great, just great. I'm taking no meds, I haven't seen no doctor because I was just tired of it. And um, every day, checking my blood sugar, it's the best ever, the best ever. Uh, January comes along, I'm getting ready for my surgeries by my eyes and I have to get a go see a doctor. So I had to get another doctor. I had to get a pre-op physical. Um, I go to the doctor. He says, why are you here? I said, I'm here because I got cataracts. I need a pre-op physical. And he says, you got diabetes? And because I've been taking care of myself sort of from October to December, and that was January, I'm like, yeah, but no longer in shame. No longer in shame. I'm like, yep. And he goes, uh, how's your blood sugar today? Excuse me. I was like, it's good. And he was like, yeah, we'll see. Because 
when they uh, check your blood sugar, and if you had a, a good blood sugar that morning, and you haven't been taking care of yourself, they'll do an A1C test that goes back three months, and they'll find out that it was just that morning you had good blood sugar, so it'll just bust you out, but I was confident, I knew my blood sugar numbers, they were great, and um, did the blood test, did a urine test, a couple other things for pre-op physical Friday, on a Friday, by Monday, uh, they call me back and they tell me, we, the nurse called me, she goes, hey, we got your blood back, got your urine back, everything's checked out good, you're good to go for your surgery, we'll let them know, and man, I, I about cried, man, because it's been years since I got a good doctor's report, man, a good blood, a, a good urine thing, because it was always messed up, because not doing anything about my blood sugar. And uh, there I go, you know, for what I did not know. I was being destroyed. I was slowly perishing because of something I didn't know. And I couldn't put all the blame on the doctors and nurses. You know, they're only doing what they're taught. But I'm just thankful for guys like Carnivore Aurelius. I don't know if you ever hear this, but, you know, thankful for guys like him, man, that put me on the carnivore diet. It was a life lifesaver for me, man. So, uh, pumped up, got my lenses and my eyeballs replaced, and uh, I could see now, or far distance anyway, I couldn't see far distance before. Uh, had to get glasses and contacts before, now I, I can see pretty good on my own, uh, except for uh, up close, you know, astigmatism, but that was extra, you know, that was extra money to get that fixed. I'm like, no, I'm good, man, I could... I don't want to pay thousands. I'll end up eventually paying thousands and buying readers, right? Uh, but anyway, uh, there I am. New eyeballs. Everything's clear. I could see clearly now. The rain is gone. And no more fog around the trees or the buildings or the landscape. All that's gone. I could see a little better at night. And it was great. It was great, man. I felt renewed. I felt like a new person, new eyeballs, new body, uh, the burpees was doing me well. I was uh, getting in shape, starting to see a six pack, getting cut up without weights. It was good. And again, all the, uh, what I'm telling you is like a little bit from each different guy, Carnivore Aurelius, uh, Ted Naiman, Paul Saladino, Sean Baker, taking little bits and pieces and uh, customizing my own thing. And it was working. And uh, joining a couple groups. I mean, what I mean by that, maybe on Facebook or Twitter, and just reading everyone's testimonies on how good the carnivore diet is treating them. It really is a godsend, man. Uh, our bodies, we're the most complex machines walking the earth. And I, I've always had a hunch. You know, I've prayed, I've cried about it. Like, God, I know. The remedy for diabetes is in the earth. And I didn't know that it was in meat. Tasty meats. Tasty animals. And we're, we're complex machines. And it, it would have to go back to the one who created us. The answer for the remedies. I knew it wasn't in synthetic medicine. I knew it wasn't. And um, it's, it's just working out good. It's still working out for me. Um, blood sugars are good. I look a little better. I'm probably in uh, uh, the best shape I've ever been, you know, if you know me. And um, 
I feel good. You know, uh, my wife could tell the difference. Uh, other people can tell the difference. And I just feel good. And if someone says, hey, you lost weight, it's not because I'm sick. It's just because the carnivore diet will just uh, do your body well. You'll just start cutting down. You'll, you'll slim down or get cut up if you decide to exercise. And if anybody out there has uh, type 2 diabetes, I implore you, please try this diet. Try it. You know, uh, I talk to people along the way. Uh, a lot of natives I know, maybe guys my age, girls my age, older people, younger. If I know they have diabetes, I'll tell them, like, hey, you got to try this out, man. And they'll just, it's kind of like talking to people, you know, trying to evangelize with them and telling them about Jesus, you know, and they're just like, well, what worked for you worked for you. What worked for me works for me. In the same way with nutrition. I tell them about the success of the carnivore diet, the, the truths about it. And it's like, yeah, you know, I, I understand. I've been there. I've been there when someone wants to tell you something. You don't want to look dumb, right? You don't want to sound dumb like you don't know nothing. So you just got some rebuttals. And a lot of people gave me their rebuttals. They usually go like this. Yeah, well, I'm eating good, you know. I'm uh, vegetables, fruit, nuts, you know. I'm, I'm doing good. And I go, oh, okay, all right, man. I just thought I'd let you know. You know, uh, you're looking a little sick, you know. And uh, plus our moms have been talking and your mom's busting you out. She wishes you could take better care of yourself. But, you know, I can only tell them. You know, I can only tell them. And, and, and a lot of it is not because I want to sound smart, because I care, you know. I, I want to care for souls, I care for bodies, man. And I just want to see people healthy. And especially if uh, you don't want to die. I, I know nobody wants to die. And so I, I try to tell these people. But anyway, uh, the carnivore diet, good, good. Uh, October 19, October 1st, 2019, doing it ever since. And um, it's, it's working me well. I, I love it and uh, just learning a lot uh, one thing something else I learned was uh, fasting I didn't know that our bodies had 12 hour metabolism clocks your metabolism I believe is what breaks down your body I mean uh, helps your body break down the foods and uh, everything it takes that you're eating anyway and um, what happens is like let's say you get up in the morning for work at 6 at 6 15 you have a coffee or a monster or you eat something your body's metabolism clock has about 10 or 12 hours from that time so maybe around 4 15 or 5 15 p.m you can uh, have anything or I'm sorry, you can have water, but you got to stop eating and drinking anything else so that your body's metabolism uh, can do its job and that you don't overload the body. And uh, what happens is that we've been told for a long time, you got three meals a day, three meals. So if you got up at six and you start eating breakfast at 6.45, perhaps you grab some gas station food, and a terrible meal, by the way, gas station food, terrible, 
or you stop at a fast food. Terrible for your body. Whether you're healthy or not. Terrible choice, right? So you eat that. Uh, maybe you buy snacks. You know, if you're at a sit-down job, you're probably snacking. I know I was, when I worked for a plumbing outfit, uh, we were snacking. Lunchtime comes around after a few hours. Boom, you go get some more fast food or more gas station food. Or maybe you just bring something from home that wasn't healthy. Uh, time goes by. You get that 2 p.m. crash, right? Start feeling tired. You know, that's because a lot of times you're... Your body's spiked with insulin. Your insulin is spiked. You're tired. You need that nap. Go home. Grab something for dinner along the way. And within that 10, 12 hours, your body has gotten no break. No breaks. You're just slamming the food down. So maybe you had dinner after the 10, 12 hours that you're you're supposed to stop. And you're still slamming down food that's bad for you and not knowing that you're you're damaging your body and your body's metabolism doesn't get a chance doesn't get a chance to help maintain life and um, you know we're always encouraged to eat right eat till you pass out eat until you get into a food coma I found out that was bad whether you're healthy or not you should not be in a food coma that's not the goal You know, and I know around holiday times, uh, Thanksgiving, Christmas, we're doing that. We're happy to eat and eat until we pass out. That's not good for you. And I remember when I wasn't taking care of myself, we would eat dinner and my wife could expect me to eat dinner, go sit down, and for about 10, 15 minutes, pass out. And if if you're a diabetic, you know what I'm talking about. You get up and you just don't. Feels like you, you're just hazy. You know, it's just cloudy. It's like, oh man, oh, I needed that nap. And it's like, no, you didn't. You didn't. You know, it's not because you're tired, because your insulin spiked and you passed out. And it was bad. So uh, back to the fasting part again. Metabolism clock. You start at seven. You have coffee monster at 7.15 a.m. You got till about, what is it, 4 or 5 um, to stop eating and drinking anything besides water. To give your body time to break down what you had within that, within that uh, 10, 12 hour window. It needs that time to break the food down so it can be a healthier person. And um, they see that effect of neglecting that metabolism clock within nurses Uh, if you know a nurse they have horrible schedules and these ladies are men you know not only ladies uh, men nurses too they're just eating whatever they can and uh, and I don't mean to put a you know a, a broad paint stroke on everyone nurses diet but a lot of times these people are eating they're on the go they're eating uh, whatever they can, you know, and uh, they find out in these nurses they're getting type 2 diabetes. Some of them are getting cancer because they're neglecting their metabolism clock. Not only nurses, but cancer is so prevalent today. You know, I remember a long time ago, cancer seemed like something you had to worry about when you got older. But now cancer is just showing up on everybody and anybody. 
And I believe a lot of that is because of the of how we eat our nutrition. We just have terrible diets. So uh, I got on the fasting, and um, today I could eat like today. I ate once. I had one meal today, and that was I was around 8:30 tonight. So with that being said, from eight from when I finished around 8:30 eating, uh, I got till. Uh, 8.30 in the morning, I won't eat nothing. So uh, more than likely when I get up in the morning, uh, I'm not going to eat nothing. I'll just have water. I ain't going to lie. I have a monster. I like to have a morning monster. And then um, maybe around 1 o'clock when my wife uh, or whatever comes first, she gets off work, I'll eat. I'll eat again. But then again, 16 hours has passed by. My body has, my metabolism has broken down that food and I'm ready to eat again. And uh, it's been great. It's been good. Learn to fast. I believe they call it intermittent fasting. Give your body time to heal and break down. And I believe that's why we're so sick as a nation today. Because we just don't give it time to break down. We're just eating, we're eating, we're eating. And I I know people that eat before they go to bed. You know, I, I used to be one of those people. And I sit at the refrigerator and slam like five, six scoops of ice cream or whatever you could find. Just sit there and eat and eat before you go to bed. And because a lot of times you probably knew if you ate that like that, you're going to pass out a lot easier. And that's because your sugar spike. Again, whether you're healthy or not, you don't, you know, you don't want sugar spike. When the sugar spikes, you're going to go it's night night time you know so um, that's why we're so sick as a nation Uh, terrible diets and nobody's fasting we think we need three meals a day but we don't and uh, one thing I found out was the Department of Defense says by the time I read it was saying around 2021 which is this year I read this article maybe like two three years ago the uh, Department of Defense said uh, the biggest enemy that this nation faces is the nation's health. The biggest enemy that this nation is going to face is the nation's health. And that's scary. And um, one of the numbers in there was there's around 300 million people. I'm just giving it an average, an estimate. 300 million people And they say around this time, 100 million people will either be be pre-diabetic or be six months away from having full-blown diabetes. That's a lot of people. That's a lot. That's that's a scary thought. And you know what's going to happen? 100 million people get diabetes. That's a hundred million people that probably most of them uh, aren't going to do nothing about it. And there was another, uh, there's another average in there, but there are going to be those who won't even know that they have it. They won't even know that they have it. They'll see signs, they'll see differences in their body, but a lot of people just don't go to the hospital. They don't. And, um, 
guess what's going to happen? They're going to suffer. They're going to perish. And um, God forbid that anyone be destroyed. And um, so that's why I hope you're listening. And, and I hope you take this to heart. You know, and it, especially if you have type 2 diabetes. You know, I, I hope that uh, you, you switch to the carnivore diet. You try it out. And then you start fasting. So you can help your body out. Give it time to recover. Because the, 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 the stats are scary. The stats are scary. You know, I remember seeing a, a picture of the beach. and I think it was like 1960. There was a certain part of the beach. And then they had a picture then. And they had a picture now. Of the same spot on that beach. And in that 60's picture. There was nobody that was obese. Nobody. And then in today's picture. There were a lot of people that were obese or being close to being obese. And it's bad. And nobody, nobody wants that. I know nobody wants that. Nobody wants to be big. Nobody wants to be sick. But if we don't get up on this knowledge, if we don't go find out for ourselves, we'll suffer. You're going to be destroyed. So again, uh, whether you got blood, high blood pressure, high cholesterol, uh, rheumatoid arthritis, inflammation in your knees and your joints, guess what? Carnivore diet. Carnivore diet. Try it and, and do the fasting as well. And um, the crazy part is like, I would tell people, you know, I got friends with bad knees, elbows, they're sore. And I would tell them like, hey, try this carnivore diet. Yep, yep, all the food, yep, I know all about the inflammation foods. And you think they do something about it? They do nothing about it. They're just like, yep, I know about it. I ain't going to do nothing about it. Well, you suffer. You're going to suffer. You're going to suffer with the pain. Don't let that. Don't suffer. If you got the knowledge, that is your job to do something about it. You know, and the sad part is, if you don't do nothing about it now... You're going to try to do something about it when your body is ready to give out. I've seen it. I've seen so many people try to take care of themselves when it's too late. You know, and money don't change nothing. You know, look at Steve Jobs. Wealth does not buy health. And probably the only thing you own as an individual in this country is your health. That's yours. And that's wealth. Because if you take care of yourself... You know, you can be more useful for whatever, whatever you want to do. But if you don't, you can't make money if you don't take care of yourself. I know a guy, uh, he's my age. He's a, from what I knew of him, working with him, he's a smoker. Uh, I know he was a weekend drinker. And I know he had a horrible diet. And I just found out that he had a stroke. And he's not doing so good. And he made good money plumbing I don't know how he's doing now but that's bad news for him all because he chose not to do nothing I know a couple other guys a couple guys close to me one fell out at home last year just because he ain't been taking care of himself and he comes from a family of 
all the guys had bad hearts. And uh, another guy close to me, he was on vacation in Mexico. And he had to get a stent replacement because he ain't been taking care of himself. And a lot of these people are like athletes back in high school. And I'm pretty sure they thought they were athletic. <laughs> well, well into the 20s and 30s. But uh, it wears out with diet. Diet's very important. And um, again, if you have any of these things, inflammation, arthritis, cholesterol, high blood pressure, I'm no doctor. Check with, you know what? I don't know if you can trust your doctor. Just try the carnivore diet and let me know. If you need help, I will, uh, I would uh, be an advocate. I'll, I'll be there. And you just try it out for yourself because uh, I see a lot of things where doctors aren't, doctors are telling people, well, it may or may not work, but here's some pills. We are a nation of people on pills, and that's scary. So again, uh, I implore you, we have a diet, switch to the carnivore diet, all meat. If you want to mix, uh, sometimes we'll mix it up with avocado and pickles. Um, and one thing I did learn along the way as I started taking care of myself uh, better, you know, I can have a cheat day. For instance, uh, it'll be good all week, and perhaps on a Sunday we'll have lunch. And um, one time we had a uh, King Kong's, and I had the burger, cheeseburger, and fries. Two hours later, I checked my blood sugar. It's it's as if I had a carnivore meal, carnivore diet meal, because I'm fasting, and that's going to be my only meal for the day. And I had low blood sugar because of what I'm doing for my body. But had I been not taking care of myself and I checked my blood sugar, you know, you, you know, you diabetic, you know, I'll be at 276, you know, 300, feeling bad, not telling nobody, getting down in the mully grubs, wondering how Am I going to get out of this? And if you're listening to that and you're diabetic, this is how you get out of it. Carnivore diet. Fasting. That's how you get out of it. I guarantee it. I guarantee it. You know, uh, one one interesting thing uh, i seen on the internet today was Bill Gates saying that Americans need to eat synthetic meat. See, these people know. I don't want to go all conspiracy theories on you, but I will. These people know meat's a superfood. Ask our ancestors. Meat's a superfood. Our ancestors are eating organs. You remember that Dances with Wolves? Old boy pulled that heart out and he bit it. You know, they was eating all that. They was eating all that. It, meat's good for you. Meat's a superfood. So I implore you, man. I, I say this because I care. I'm not saying this because I want to be a know-it-all. I'm not a know-it-all. I'm a, I'm a teacher in a sense. And I love teaching. And I love see, seeing people just uh, succeed and getting ahead. 
especially in their diets. I have a buddy, Rich. Now he's not Rich, but his name is Rich. 50-year-old man. Uh, I was telling him and my other buddy, I'm on his diet, I'm on his diet. And it felt like it was falling deaf ears. And I told him, yo, hey guys, listen. I'm a diabetic, but this diet is doing wonders. And Rich, Rich is a diabetic as well. And he was like, all right, Jason. He goes, I used to do the high-protein diet too. And I was like, no, I'm talking about the carnivore diet. He's like, yeah, they're one and the same. But, but anyway, if you know Rich, um, he started it. Last year, he, he, he did it. Got great results. You know, and he'd be like, I ate this. And I'm fitting into this polo shirt I bought before. And I can fit it. And then he's doing well. And then um, uh, Rich lost his mom. And Rich kind of, I know from that point, Rich kind of went off the diet. You know, he fell off the wagon, if you will. But now Rich is back on it. Rich is back on it. And he's doing good. And I know he's doing good because uh, just about every day he'll text, I had this, had this much carbs, but it's mostly meat. And uh, it's paying off for him. He, he's losing he's losing weight. He's looking good. And you can hear the enthusiasm, you know. And I'm sure he wants to live, you know. You want to be around for your grandkids. You want to be a decrepit old man around your grandkids. It shouldn't have to be that way, you know. We're, we're wonderful. We're wonderful specs. We're wonderful creations. And uh, it's doing rich good. And um, so I just implore you. I beg you, if you are sick out there, get on the carnivore diet. There's one thing the coronavirus did was expose how sick we are as a nation. Especially if you were obese. If you were obese and you got uh, the coronavirus, you're like 75%. uh, Your chances of going into the emergency room are at 75% because you're obese. And also... uh, if you have metabolic issues like blood pressure or diabetes, uh, the coronavirus hurted you more. And it, it exposed how sick we are as a country. We're very sick. You know, has anyone driven past UNMC lately? Down on 42nd, like right off Lenworth? It is growing tremendously. Medicine is growing. But as long as they have sick people who care not to be informed, who care not to know stuff, they'll continue to profit. They'll continue to grow. UNMC is almost like its own little town. And I'm sure if we continue to be sick, they're going to have their own zip code and have their own city their own cops, all that, because of sick people. Let it not be. You know, I believe gluttony is a sin. It is. It'll hurt you. Food and whatever else that you indulge on too much, it's going to hurt. You'll perish. And God didn't bring us here so that we can just uh, live in sickness. You'll get sick. I understand that. But I'm just saying... Let it not be because we rejected knowledge. Don't let it be because of that. 
But anyway, again, I'll just cover it again. Carnivore diet. Switch to it. Fasting. 12 hours. 16 hours. Maybe in 24. Or maybe you want to get crazy. 36. But help yourself. Help yourself. Don't be afraid to spend a little more money on the food. It's worth it. It's better you spend more money on the food now than paying for your meds. Healthcare is expensive. I know we still pay healthcare. But anyway, I like to thank you guys for tuning in. And one thing I said when I saw the success the carnivore diet was doing to me I was saying that was easy and I hope that you have the same success and you say that was easy and you're looking for and you look into it yourself so please by all means I just thank God that he would create tasty animals for us that the cure would be given to us by God himself but again and always I hope you learned something Thanks for tuning in to That Was Easy, Carnivore Diet Edition. Uh, Email me or however you want to get a hold of me. I'm on Twitter. I'm on Facebook. And just let me know how's it going. If you need help, uh, just let me know. But again, I hope you learned from this. I hope you learned something. or I, I hope I have learned something that you already knew. Thanks for tuning in. God bless. Good night.